2: Hello and welcome. It's our number three, our number three of the radio show. and this hour, podcast format, we go to our baseball lead, but it is not about the World Series. The Dodgers and Rays getting ready to start the World Series. That'll be our lead the next couple of days. But right now, it is all about the Astros, the cheating Astros, their former GM, Jeff Luno, is trying to get a job back in baseball. He's attempting to get a job, and so he did an interview which was like an infomercial, but will it work? We examine the words. We parse the words of Jeff Luno, that and more, here in hour number three. There is no end to the goal of the cheaters. Welcome in the beginning of another hour. It's the Ben Maller Show. We are in the air everywhere, coast-to-coast, border-to-border and beyond on the vast and ever-expanding Fox Sports Radio Network emanating live from inside your head. We are a voice in your head, also known as the Geico FSR Studios, and glad you have chosen to spend some time hanging out with us. We do appreciate it. And the weird hours of the overnight. So we begin this hour, the morning of the overnight of the World Series beginning, the Los Angeles Dodgers and the Tampa Bay Rays going at it. Our baseball lead, though, does not come from the World Series. It comes from the cheating scandal, the biggest cheating scandal in American sport history in modern times, and their former executive, the Houston Astros, who were eliminated by the Tampa Bay Rays over the weekend, well, they're back in the news, the sporting news, because of something their ex general manager, Jeff Luno, did. Now, what did he do? Now, he's the guy that's currently suspended until after the World Series. He got suspended for a year along with the Astros manager, A.J. Hinch, at the time. So those two guys paying the price. Uh, Jeff Luno, the GM, though, has once again come out swinging, throwing haymakers, and he's essentially denying yet again that he had any knowledge of the illegal sign stealing that was taking place over the recent seasons, which led to his demise as the code, as the general manager of the Astros. Now, if you if you saw us, you probably didn't. It's more of a local story. I'm imagining that it'll have legs over the next day or so. But it is a it was on a local Houston television station, a prolonged 37 minute interview with the NBC affiliate in Houston. And in that interview, Jeff Luno claimed that he had, quote, a lot of evidence that would back up his words. He claimed that he had access to the 22,000 text messages and the many documents that Major League Baseball claimed that they had during Rob Manfred's investigation. So uh, Luno said he had all of this information, all of it ready to go. Uh, he says it's it's all there in black and white. He laid it all out in this television extravaganza which is available online if you're so interested you can see most of it if not all of it on online uh, and luno said he was not implicated he claimed he was he looked right into the camera sitting on his sofa and said he was not implicated and he says I'm not in any of those text messages see I'm not in the text messages I'm innocent uh in fact he said there are few text messages where they say don't let don't tell jeff don't tell jeff Now, Luno later clarified that this evidence, which he was referring to, is concerning the Astros' video system used to steal signs, specifically known in a Wall Street Journal report as Code Breaker.
4: Code
2: Breaker. Uh, As opposed to the bang, bang, whistle, whistle, trash can banging scheme, which is what most of us... When we think of the Astros cheating, we think of bang, bang, whistle, whistle. That's what we think of. So let us discuss. Now, what do you make of this interview with Jeff Luno? Now, I had a chance to watch a good chunk of it online. I didn't watch all 37 minutes. I mean, I have a life. But I watched the good parts, and I've got shower, racketeering, and asbestos. And we will connect all these things together. Now, first of all, this interview, we know why it was done. We know why this interview was done. Okay, it was done because of damage control. The World Series is about to start. Jeff Luno is unemployed. He will be free to seek employment after the World Series. This was a strategic move by Luno and the people he hired as spin doctors to get his name back out there. It was reputation rehab. And much like the cheating Astros plan backfired, pop goes the weasel on Jeff Luno. Right, Jeff Luno came across as a total slimeball in this interview, and you know, he, he's the smartest guy in the room. He's like, I know, I'm going to do an interview, a very soft interview, and a bunch of softballs, and then everyone will say, "Oh, what a what a poor victim Jeff Luno is," and we should hire this guy. Right, uh, I wanted to take a shower. I wanted to take a shower after I watched him uh, in this interview. The, the players deserve the largest part of the blame for what happened in Houston. They were the ones on the field executing the plan. But that does not mean that Jeff Luno and the Ivy League nerds in the front office get a pass. And Luno sat on this expensive sofa sitting there spitting snake venom spitting snake venom, uh, out of one side of his mouth, he swore up and down the former Astro executive. He swore up and down that he didn't know about the Codebreaker scandal, and then in the very next breath, he implied that he was aware of the Oscar the Grouch-related activity. So it's like, hey, I robbed the building, but I didn't set it on fire. I'm not an arsonist. I robbed it, but I didn't set it on fire. I think the term for that is willful willful ignorance, I believe is the term. Complete denial of reality. Now, the second part of this, Jeff Luno distanced himself, uh, as we, we mentioned here, from the meat of the scandal. At least he thought he was doing that. But anyone with half a brain would say, okay, you are a micromanager as an executive. You're the overlord of the Astros, but when it comes, you know, it comes to the codebreaker scheme, you just buried your hand in the sand. You didn't know what was happening. Now, maybe a certain percentage of hillbilly rube Astro fanboys will buy that that package dreck that you're selling by the gallon. But anyone with an IQ above forty would say what bullcrap that is. Now. We actually have, I think we have a soundbite here. Do we not have the soundbite? We have a, a clip. We have a little clip here of Luno. And this is a part where he was addressing the Astro fan. Okay, listen to this because I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to break this apart and I'm going to take a sledgehammer to this. But this is what Jeff Luno, the former Astro executive, had to say to the fan of the Astros.
5: Everything about 2017 was incredible. I mean, beating the Red Sox and then the Yankees and the Dodgers, the three most powerful teams in baseball, and winning our first championship in franchise history, no one can take that away from us. Those are memories that will always be with us. Don't ever let anybody take that away. But at the same time, let's learn from this experience. You know, the Astros broke the rules. They shouldn't have done it. I'm mad about it. We should be mad about it. We should use it as a learning experience. As long as we recognize that it was wrong and we don't do it again and we learn the lesson from it, there's no reason we can't appreciate all the great things that happened during that time because those memories are, will, will will be with me forever, and this city, um, I gave it everything I had. I want I want every Houston Astro fan to know that. Eight years, I gave it everything I had.
2: Yeah, every, including banging on trash cans and the whole. Listen, you see what a slime ball this guy is. You heard it right. You heard the clip there. Bang, that's just bang. a that's less than a minute clip. Luno uh, claiming there it was a learning experience, right? Saying as long you heard it right there, as long as we recognize what is wrong, that it was wrong rather, and we don't do it again, and we learn a lesson from it, there is no reason we can't appreciate all the great things that happened during that time. Uh, close quote. Uh, what a great lesson! What a great lesson! What a great life lesson! Go out, rob a bank, get caught. As long as you recognize it was wrong, you can keep your money from the heist, and you don't have to pay any restitution. That's essentially what Jeff Luno is saying. Go out right now and rob the neighborhood bank. And and, you know as long as you realize you shouldn't be doing it, you can keep the money, it's all good. Every single Astro player that was on that 2017, and we believe this went on more than just 2017, why would they stop? They didn't get caught, so why would they stop? This spilled into 2018 and even 2019. uh, We believe that to be true. But anyway, the uh, Astros, that's all scuttlebutt. The Astro players would not have won the World Series without cheating. How do we know that? Because they've never won as a franchise a World Series without cheating. The only championship they claim as their own, they cheated. Every man, woman, and child associated with that scandal is guilty of a term called racketeering. We'll call it sports racketeering. Racketeering, the definition, the simpleton definition, obtaining or extorting money illegally by carrying on illegal business activities like cheating. Like cheating. Houston players pillaged the baseball bank vault. And to say that this is not a crime where there's money involved, every fully vested member of the 2017 Astros team that won the World Series, if you were getting a full postseason share, you walked away with a gigantic check of almost half a million dollars, $438,000 was deposited in your bank account for winning the World Series. You would not have gotten that money. We can make the argument the Astros wouldn't have even been a 500 team if it hadn't been for cheating. They, The first year we think they played without cheating, they finished under 500. Typically, teams don't make the playoffs under 500. So I can make a compelling argument that they wouldn't have even finished at 500, and so you don't get the big playoff bonus. Now, final thought. I'll go back to the comments of Jeff Luno, the Weasley former GM of the Astros. Now, Luno says... Don't ever let anyone take that away. Talking about the championship. The only person that had the power, the almighty power, to take that championship away was that big coward who is running Major League Baseball, Rob Manford, who had the mojo in his back pocket to stick it to the Astros. And when that Waterloo moment presented itself, the moment of truth, Rob Manford turned in to a gutless stooge. Instead of having those cheaters vacate their soiled championship, that little piece of metal, Manford and his cronies doubled down with mob-style protection, giving full immunity to Carlos Correa, Jose Albuve, Alex Bregman, George Springer, and all the other scoundrels of Houston. Makes me want to puke when I think about it. And then... When the Dodgers attempted some on-field vigilante justice, the great Joe Kelly, Rob Manford then reprimanded Joe Kelly. How dare you do what I was afraid to do because I'm scared to do it. And, and now some factions of the media, and we've mentioned this is why Jeff Luno is doing it. We don't believe it will work. But there are people in the media that are working as headhunters trying to get Jeff Luno a gig. If not in baseball, why not with a basketball team? The Rockets need a GM. Or, hey, why not the, the Texans? The Texans need a GM. Right? And, and why? Let me ask you this. Why would you want, if you own a professional sports team, to bring in proven asbestos to the front office? And that is what Jeff Luno is. This guy is asbestos. And he's such a snake. But that, that, this did not help. This did not help the cause. You have to be a special kind of desperate to sign up and say I would like to have on my team atomic waste because that is what Jeff Luno is. He is atomic waste at this particular point, and that's the story. That is the story regarding the Astros. It's ridiculous. All right, this is the Ben Maller show. You want to talk about that? It is fair game here at eight seven seven ninety nine on Fox eight seven seven nine nine six six three six nine. Later this hour, we're gonna have Maller's. Mountain of money. Uh, we'll take some more of these riveting phone calls. Let's go take a call right now. Beer Drinking Brian is in Kansas City, and Beer Drinking Brian is next. Hello, Brian.
6: Hey, Ben. Uh, hey, I got Half Pint around here. Hey, I think she uh, intercepted her cousins more than um, anybody this year, but she wants to say hi real quick if she can. All
2: right. This is a two-for-one phone call. We thought we were talking to Beer Drinking Brian, but we get the the gift of Half Pint. Hello, uh, Half Pint. Hey, what's going on, Ben? Uh, I'm just talking here. I'm talking into a microphone in a dark room. That's all I'm doing. How are you doing? Everything good I with you? Still, yes. I still have a problem, man. What happened? I still can't get busy drinking brown. Take a ride with me on
7: my rider.
2: All right, hold on a second. Cool. what did she say? I heard the beginning part. I still can't, and then I couldn't couldn't understand what she said after
5: that. She still can't get Beer Drinking Brian to ride, but then she didn't say John Deere, so I'm not sure. Hmm. I still can't get him
7: to ride with me on the
2: John Deere. Oh, she did say John Deere that time. I heard John Deere that time. So you want Okay, you want me to encourage Beer Drinking Brian to ride the John Deere with you? Yeah. I'll be
7: okay. doing the driving.
2: All right, uh, beer drinking, Brian. Let's have a man to man talk. Now, is anyone sober in that house to drive a John Deere tractor, uh, you know, lawnmower, whatever that is? Uh, is anyone
7: sober enough to? And the day.
2: You are turning. I am today. What's it? Let me let me ask you this now. Half pint, at what point does the day turn to night where you're like, when do you have your first drink? When do you have your first sip of alcohol? It's 5 o'clock
6: somewhere.
2: It's five o'clock somewhere. Yes. That's what I thought. All right. So so you uh you have like breakfast, you have like eggs, maybe a little bacon and like uh half pint. Um Well, okay. I like
7: um,
6: okay. All
2: right, all right. Uh, biscuits so, and
6: gravy.
2: I got you. Biscuits and gravy, I understand. Well, who doesn't like biscuits and gravy? Biscuits and gravy are wonderful. Well, thank you. Uh beer drinking Brian, do whatever half pint wants. Whatever she wants. All right, please.
7: Okay. Oh. I'll tell him to do that. He oh. says, "Richard and Brian do whatever half pot wants."
2: Oh, okay. <laughs> All, right. All right. Thank you. Uh, I appreciate that. See, they don't need like actual therapy. We're the therapist here. It's the Maller Show therapy line. i
7: don't I give them. a ride on my John Deere.
2: Yeah. All right. It's Ben Maller Show. We will press on, and we have the newest, hottest stand-up comedian in America blowing up. Who thought comedy – everyone thought comedy clubs are closed and all that, a lot of places still? Well, it turned out it was open mic night at the comedy club, and we have some comedy gold for you. We'll get to that, and we will do it
4: next. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app.
0: betmgm and game sense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices please gamble responsibly betmgm.com for terms and conditions must be 21 years of age or older to wager washington dc only please gamble responsibly gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER
5: i'm dr sanjay gupta cnn's chief medical correspondent and this is chasing life
8: There's nothing more powerful than the unified voice of the Maller militia. Get the most out of the Ben Maller show by following your host on Twitter. He's at Ben Maller, and you could tweet at and follow our technical producer. He plays all the music and most funny sound bites. He also has to man the dump button when people like Real Talk say things are not supposed to. His first name is Roberto. His last name is Flores. You can follow him at Raider underscore Rob twenty four.
9: Arriba, arriba, arriba! Andale, andale, andale! Epa!
8: And now live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios, it's Ben Maller. Later this hour, Maller's
2: Mountain of Money coming your way. We look forward to that. Also, open mic night, America's new stand-up comedian sensation. Robin Vegas' half-gallon making a strong late run for caller of the year. She did hit her quota of one mention of the John Deere lawnmower. The next time you dial up the first family of the show, ask them if there's anyone in the house who is sober enough to make a video of them riding the John Deere. Yeah. Well, Wouldn't that be car wash? Isn't that the other person that they were hanging out with that they mentioned they had? I think it was, was it car wash? I think that was it. I don't remember. Fats from Philly. Wasn't Fats the guy beating up the, the Raven fan at the Eagles game over the weekend? I think it was him. Uh, maybe not, but he, he has a uh, little image of half-pint, which uh, I think you know, might be what she looks like. I don't know. I have no idea. Maybe she's changed her appearance. Alfie Alien Piner says, I would be more than happy to have Alex Cora manage my team as long as he's learned his lesson. Yeah, I'm sure he's learned his lesson. Yes, he's learned his lesson that cheating will get you a World Series trophy. A world championship. You can get that, and baseball will not care. They won't care at all. Mark the Walker. All right, Cindy says it really was a learning experience. We, the Astros, learned how, or it says we rather learned every Astro was and is a cheating uh, POS. There you go. Uh, thank you for that. Uh, let's go to the phones right now. The people would like to speak. Let's say hello to Big Daddy, who's in Memphis. Hello, Big Daddy.
6: What's going on, Ben? going on? <laughs> Hello,
2: sir. Long time no talk, Big Daddy. What's
6: up? Yeah. Man? I figured i would call in, man, because they've been killing my Cowboys. I don't even know why we playing. Can't win in no games. This is ridiculous. <laughs> You've won two
2: games, Big Daddy. The Cowboys have won right. two games this season. Two of I them. Thought the next, I thought the
6: next man ain't supposed to step up. That's what you're supposed to do. He's two interceptions and two fumbles. Come on. Well, wow, this was Zeke Elliott, man. Ooh. Your guy
2: Zeke there put the, put the ball on the rug twice early in the game. You spotted the yeah. Cardinals, the two touchdowns right away. Boom, boom.
6: Hey, did you see what the guy did when there was uh, not that much time left? After he scored the touchdown, he threw the ball up there to uh, Jerry Jones' box. <laughs> oh, did he? I didn't see that. Who? Yes, yeah, yeah, the guy that scored the last touchdown. For, uh, for Ken, the, uh, other Kenyon, you talking about yeah, Kenyon yeah.
2: Drake? There, are you sure he threw it yeah, to Jerry yeah. Jones? He didn't have family at they the game.
6: They he was... threw it. They said he threw it toward Jerry Jones' skybox. there. The Game was over. He ran the touchdowns. He went ran over there and threw the ball up there toward you.
2: Yeah, so I mean, take that it's way. possible that Jerry wanted a nice souvenir. He wanted a good yeah. souvenir there, but uh, yeah. <laughs> hey, so the game, the game was uh, the game. For those who didn't see the game last night, the game was scoreless after the first quarter, and then That's what I f- know. fumble, fumble, and then uh, two touchdowns in a row, and then after a punt, they got another touch. It was twenty-one, nothing. Boom, boom, boom.
6: I know. it And then I had my lucky shirt on. I tell you the truth, boy, I need to burn that shirt. It don't make no sense right here. Little, hey, what nights are you guys off, man? Because I'm listening for you on Friday. Then that's where the straight-out-of-Vegas be coming in. I don't
2: want to hear him. I don't oh, like it, Well, <laughs> that's very kind of you to say that. Uh, no, uh, we uh, we are on – well, technically, East Coast time, Memphis time, we are mm-hmm. on uh, Sunday or Monday through mm-hmm. Friday. But it's the way it works okay. here, Big Daddy, is it's 2 a.m., in the East, yeah. Monday through yeah. Friday. But it, if you th- like, it's weird because I still think of this as yesterday, even though, because I haven't yeah, been to bed yeah, yet. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I, I know it's Tuesday, but I still think it's Monday because I haven't been to bed yet. So, it, like, when yeah, I wake me, up, me I'm too.
6: A- be working all night. Yeah, me working all night. All hey, right. I so, if, a, if, you, uh, if, you, if, you're, if you're like that, Big
2: Daddy, then we're on Sunday through Thursday night, if you think of it like
6: you, that. Got hey, okay. I got a name for your drink. All right call it the mallard, mallard knockout that's what you need to call it the mallard knockout
2: what kind of drink would that be
6: well so i'm strong you say i'm like uh, uh oh the eddie you don't need no fruity drink you you, you don't want that you, you don't
2: want no fruity no, to fruity, no fruity no fruity <laughs> we, 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 need, we need a drink that'll put hair on your chest is what we need
6: there you go hair on your chest and do one of them sailor curses. you know what i'm oh, talking about that's what you need <laughs> now that's you. a drink <laughs>
2: All right, Big Daddy. Thank you, boy. Glad you're well. All right, thank you. the great Big Daddy right, checking in. Oh man, let's go to Rachel and Montebello. We had planned so many years ago for that Dodger Championship parade, and I guess there will be no parade this year because of COVID. But we'll still have our we'll have our party, though, right, Rachel? We're still going to celebrate the Dodger Championship this week.
7: Absolutely, Ben Marconi. Ben, it's game one of the Year of Our Lord 2020 World Series between the L.A. Dodgers and the Tampa Rays.
2: That's right. Cody That's good, Bellinger. Good versus evil. Cody good versus Cody Bellinger
7: evil. at the plate, bottom yeah. of the ninth. Yes. Base is loaded. Tampa relief pitcher delivers. It's a 95-mile-per-hour fastball over the plate. Bellinger connects. And he hits it, Ben, deep. high fi ball, deep, deep, deep. Over left center. Deep. Cody Bellinger hitting a 420 foot grand slam home run. Over wow. left center.
2: Look at this. You like you sound like Charlie Steiner doing the play-by-play on a Dodger <laughs> game. Just like that. Martin's In a big flight right there. Dodgers Bellinger. win.
7: Dodgers win. Right 4 nothing. Cody Bellinger Thank you, Jesus. the
0: Dodgers a 4-3
7: lead. Thank you, Jesus. Do it, do it. Here Jesus we go, Dodgers. Here we go. Jesus! Here we go, Dodgers. Here we go. Here we go, Dodgers. Here we go.
2: Yeah, I like that. Here we go, Dodgers. Here we go.
7: Ben, it's it's yes, so probably. sweet. It's so dilly sweet. I mean, How sweet is it, Ben? I,
2: I I can taste the fruit of the gods. Can you taste it, the, Ben? I can taste it. I, not quite. I can I can smell it, but I can't quite taste <laughs> it yet. I can smell it. Yeah.
7: <laughs> How about Roberto? Can you taste it, Ben? Uh, Roberto, can you can you feel it? Can you taste it,
2: Roberto? Come on, Roberto. Can you taste it? Can yeah, you feel I can come taste on, it. Oh, he good. can taste it. He can taste it, right? It I can only smell, I can smell it. I can't <laughs> taste it, but I can smell it.
7: Well you, well, you don't have COVID then. No, no. you <laughs> really. That <was> <laughs> yes,
2: that's right. I can definitely smell. Ben, I'm so it,
7: excited. I can barely sleep.
2: I know. Well, you're up all night, which is good for us. We want people not to be able to sleep because otherwise no one would be listening. Mm. That would suck. So.
7: All <laughs> Hi, right, well, Eddie. Well, bye, thank- b- bye, bye, Justin. Glad to see you're back.
2: All right. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, there she goes. The lovely Rachel. And thank Monabella. you, Ben
7: and Eddie. Coop and Berto's Drops.
4: Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific.
8: Ben, did you see one of the greatest voices in the history of sports is, uh, I guess, hanging up his microphone. Doc Mike Emmerich, 74 years old, uh, the longtime voice of the NHL uh, for NBC, ESPN, ABC, Fox, everybody, CBS, did the Winter Olympics for years. Uh, he is uh, deciding to retire. Uh, he well, he's is, seventy-four, right? That's I, correct. Yes, yeah.
2: So he's seventy-four years old. Good for him. He wanted to get out before he, he uh, lost a little bit. We've seen so many of the old-time sportscasters back in the day, they like Harry Carey, and you know, even uh, Vin a little bit at the end. Uh, you know, a little bit uh, kind of leaves you there, right? You are not as good. Yeah. You are not as productive, and you are so good for him. Now, I, I was going to mention this story later, Eddie. I am glad you brought it up, though, because this you know how this story relates to our show. How is that? A friend of our show, a member of the Maller Militia, is the leading candidate to replace Doc Emmerich as the voice of the NHL on NBC. You know who That's the, surprising. You know who the leading candidate is for that job? I do not. Kenny Albert. Kenny Albert is the, said to be the leading candidate. He is in line to replace Doc Emmerich. The other name that's been mentioned, uh, there was a... Uh, Column in the Post that had this Mike Tarico. Also, okay. Um, does he ever really? Who? Call, does he call hockey games? I don't. He uh,
8: has. He um has. he okay. has done All a few, right. and he's, he does a good job. He's one of those guys that can do pretty much anything. So uh, either of those choices would be just fine with me. I like both those guys. So
2: Kenny Albert, never heard of him, and Mike Tarico. Well, no, no, no. You want Kenny Albert? He's somebody. He's a friend of the show, Eddie. Come on. He likes the Malibulicious. I just said I'd be. No, but we fine want him more. Tariko's not a friend of the show. We don't know. Tariko's Tariqo. not going
8: to do it. He's he's doing too many other things. I don't see him
2: do it. The that. reason I don't think Tarico's going to do it is because he is in line. He's waiting for Al Michaels to retire. Yes. Right? he's the guy. He want he. That's what he wants. He wants the Sunday night job. He's Bingo. doing the studio show. That's that's his. He doesn't want to be the voice of hockey. Kenny Auber would love to be the voice of hockey, right? Kenny. Kenny yeah, can, he does. Kenny's, he does the Rangers. Yeah, but he's not gonna be like Kenny's a number three or four guy on football on Fox and he does yeah. baseball, he does a little bit of everything, but he could be the man in hockey. It's very unlikely. We love Kenny Albert, but it's very unlikely that Kenny Albert's ever gonna be the man at baseball or football. But he could be the guy in hockey, right? We're all for
8: that. Yeah, he could, absolutely.
2: Come on, be on Team Albert. I be just on Team said, Kenny Albert. Yeah, fine. Right, I feel like you're fine either way. You don't really You care. can really cock, cock it up. Why not go for for yourself, Eddie? Why not throw your name out there as a long shot candidate? Yeah, Eddie, go, Eddie! Come on! Eddie. I,
8: I am hereby declaring that uh, I am available for that job if anybody wants to hire me.
2: And you work you work a little cheaper than Mike Tarico and Kenny Albert, yes? Yes, absolutely. Here. And what's your experience calling hockey, Eddie? Ah, uh, Fresno Falcons. That's good enough for me. Yeah. Fresno Falcons. I've told the story before. I I was called in to be a play by play guy at the last minute. For the Bakersfield Fog, uh, but I did, I couldn't. The make Fresno
8: it. Falcons played the Bakersfield Fog back in the day. Yeah, yeah, yeah West yeah. Coast I, Hockey uh,
2: League. West Coast Hockey League. Yeah. I got I was, was Keith
8: Gretzky with... coaching the team at the time. I don't
2: remember. I got a phone call from somebody. Hey, the guy play by play guy can't make it. Can you get to Bakersfield? And logistically, I couldn't get to Bakersfield in time for the for the game. So unfortunately, my dreams. Can you imagine what a poop show that would have been, Eddie, if I did a hockey play-by-play. Oh my yeah, I god! I can't actually. Yeah. Hockey is very been... difficult because you have to know yeah. the
8: entire roster, and they're obviously making changes on the fly. So yeah, it's not it's fast. And that moving. would have been the first time I had ever seen the since departed Bakersfield
2: Fog. So yeah. that would they, have been they a turned very... into
8: the Bakersfield Condors. Oh,
2: is that what happened? Yeah. too? yeah. That uh, that, that we're... are they still around?
8: Are they still Yeah, around? the Condors oh, are the Condors the uh, are still around. Yeah, they are the AHL affiliate of the Edmonton Oilers. You learn something new every day. Yeah.
2: Oh, that's right. Well, that's, of course, the great Clipper mascot, the people's team. Got the, the great Ty Lu now, everyone's favorite coach. I, I hear he's the top coach in the NBA, Ty Lu. He's a, he's a Clipper coach. How exciting. Is that what you've heard? Yeah. yeah people, hmm. are, people are saying stuff online, you know. Who's that? Uh, so Who's we, have, that? we have the stand-up comedy debut. This is great, Eddie. I bet you don't know this story. Have you heard the newest breakout stand-up comedian? O.J. Simpson. Oh, God. That's right. O.J. broke out some comedy gold online. We have the audio tape here. So this is from social media. O- Orenthal James Simpson hanging out on social media. And here is O.J. commenting on the big news story of the
4: day. Damn. Jeffrey Tubin? At least Pee Wee Herman was in an X-rated movie theater. I'm just
5: saying. <laughs> I love his catchphrase. I'm just saying.
4: <laughs>
2: uh, now, Eddie, do you know what he's referring to? You might not know what he's referring no, I, to. I, don't know. Uh, I mean, I,
8: I can I get the gist of it. I don't so know who this that guy, person is. This
2: guy Jeffrey Toobin has been—he's a longtime political pundit. He, I think, he's worked. At, I guess he works at the New Yorker, but he's on CNN all the time, right? And he's—you know—he's giving you the news on the election and all that stuff and politics. And he apparently got caught on a Zoom call pleasuring himself on a Zoom call, and everyone at the New Yorker apparently saw it, and so he's gotten in some trouble for that. And so that led to OJ. Uh, play it again, Roberto. Play it again. This is stand-up comedian OJ. You got to hear what happened after OJ did this. Listen to this.
4: Damn, Jeffrey Tubin. At least Pee Wee Herman was in an X-rated movie theater. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> what's Ooh. even
5: better is how he says theater. <laughs> I
2: know. I
4: know.
5: <laughs> he's, the my, he's my favorite follow. I'm just Twitter. saying.
2: Now the funniest part of that is like, listen, if you get yourself caught in that situation, we've all done things where we've been on a zoom call, maybe we we're not wearing our pants, but we don't uh we don't uh spank the you know what I mean, what are we doing here so but did you see that the guys at c n n are running to defend uh the aforementioned Jeffrey Tubin, Jake Tapper, who hosts the show during the day, I believe on c n n he then came to the defense of Jeffrey Tubin. Which you say, how could you defend the guy? He got caught, uh, you know, uh, doing the uh, hanky-panky with himself there on the Zoom call. Well, Jake Tapper then responded, defending his colleague, saying, "You, he's talking to OJ, you murdered your wife and an innocent man in cold blood. No one really needs to hear from you ever, uh, Jake Tapper said. So, yeah, the words of wisdom from, uh, from Tapper there. And, of course, uh, I agree with Coop. OJ, I don't follow OJ, but I do occasionally look and see what OJ's doing. Because it normally involves him on a golf course somewhere, <laughs> right? And, and and I like when he he randomly chimes in on his sofa giving advice on a like a random like a football game like something that should have happened. I get a kick out of that stuff. It's amusing. And uh, he doesn't tweet all that much. I have noticed that he'll take a few days off now and again before he comes back. And I have heard he's very active at blocking people. So that means he does make the mistake you're not supposed to make, where you actually look at the responses that you get. But, uh, there it is, the great words of wisdom of O.J. Simpson. I'm trying to see who he follows. He follows NFL alumni. We're not going to have time for the game? All right, we'll, we'll push the game. How about we push the game back, Goop? All right. Or, or, or I mean,
5: if we, if we go to, you know.
2: All right, we'll go right now. All right, fine. We'll go. Coup wants to play Mallers Mountain of Money. Call right now, 877-99 on Fox. We'll have Mallers Mountain of Money, 877 I was enjoying the OJ fun. We'll get to Mallers Mountain of Money. We'll do it next.
4: Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live.
8: Raccoon, skunks, porcupines, and owls are all nocturnal. None of them can support our show on social media, so we need your help. Go to facebook.com slash Ben Mallor Show and on Instagram, go to at Ben Mallor on Fox and you can contribute content to weekly features such as Ask Ben, Lame Jokes, and more. Now, live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios, it's Ben Mallor.
6: Now <laughs> <laughs> Mallor's mountain of money.
3: Good Lord, that's a lot of money.
8: Do you have what it takes to get to the top? Probably not.
2: All right, no small talk. Uh, Jose in Mexico is going to play. Hello,
7: Jose. Hi, Ben. It's me, Jose, from Rosarito.
2: I know. I got to go see your hotel one of these days, Jose. Uh, Hold on a sec. You're going to play the game. Coop's yelling at me. He wants to play the game. Uh, Eric in Wisconsin. Hello, Eric.
3: Hey, what up, Ben?
2: What's going on? All right, let's go back to Jose. You're going to play, Eric. Jose, who do you want to partner up with, Jose? Big Ben, of course. All right. It's a good job by you, Jose. We're going to win the game. Eric, who do you want to partner up with, Eric? Let's go with Eddie. All right. You picked Eddie.
5: What are the categories, Coop? All right, gentlemen. This is the Snoop Dogg edition. Turns 49 years old today. We have gin and juice, the next episode, lay low, or drop it like it's hot. Uh, Jose, which category would you like? The next episode. All right. And, All right. Eric, how about you?
6: go gin and juice.
5: All right. So, Jose and Ben, you are up first. Your category is the next episode. We need the first and last name of the athletes. Uh, These athletes all started a new chapter with a new team. 45 seconds on the clock. Begin. All right. He went from the Patriots
2: to the Buccaneers this offseason. Tom Brady. Yes. A quarterback for the 49ers. He went to the Kansas City Chiefs. At the end of his Alex career. Alex Smith. No, no. Back in the '80s, quarterback in the '80s, the all-time. Joe great. Montana. Yes. Uh, he played for the Minnesota Timberwolves. He went to the Celtics and won a championship in Kevin Boston. Garnett. Yes. Uh, tight end for the Atlanta Hawks. He also played for the Kansas City Chiefs. He's on TV now. Uh, he's got a, a Mexican last name.
9: No. Ocho Cinco.
2: Okay, no. Uh, a pitcher <laughs> for the Braves, not Tom Glavin, not Greg Maddox, the other guy. He's on TV on Fox. do Yes. Uh, coach, he coached the Atlanta Hawks. He's one of the all-time winningest coaches. Best. Lenny Wilkins. Yes. Wow. All right. Oh, good I job. Viva Mexico, Viva
5: Mexico. All
3: right. Yeah.
2: Here we go, Mexico. Viva Mexico,
5: uh, You missed Tony. Tony <laughs> Gonzalez. Oh yeah, that's that's a a blow. Come on, uh, two hundred points, two hundred points. It's a good showing. Good Uh, job, Eric and Eddie. You were up next. Gin and juice is the category. Uh, These sports figures all have DUI arrests or or one DUI arrest.
8: 45 seconds on the clock. Begin. Round mound of rebound. Charles Barkley. Uh, NBA player at, from Syracuse, uh, currently with the Trailblazers. He played for the Knicks Carl and the Earl Nuggets. Anthony. Yes. Uh, former Chargers, now Broncos running back. He just got busted for a DUI. Mel yes. Uh Yes. Tiger Slugger won the Triple Crown. Latino. Yes. Cabrera. Yes. Uh, Hall of Fame sack man for the Bills. Mm. Played in four Super Bowls from Virginia Tech. <laughs> Uh, Bruce Smith? Yes. uh, Hall of Fame, uh, not Hall of Fame, outfielder uh, for the Mets and Phillies. He's been to jail. He's also been on Ben's podcast. He's crazy. Uh, Darren Dalton? No, but, but close. Lenny yes, Lady Dykstra. Uh, his last name is the color of the sky. He's a former A's pitcher from like the seventies. Oh my God! Oh, oh my God! What's else you, Eric? Run get run a the life! Table. Get a life,
2: Eric! God, <laughs> you are fantastic! What's wrong with you? <laughs> Eric? My guy, Jose's got a life in Mexico. Go
0: get a life, Eric.
2: What's wrong with
5: you? <laughs> Crown him! How dare you? All right, uh, Jose. <laughs> my God. Jose and Ben, you are behind. Uh, Jose, do you want lay low or drop it like it's hot? Drop it like his hat. That's right. Drop it like it's hot. Right. Drop yeah. it like his hat. Right. It like <laughs> these uh, these sports figures all have notable blunders in their career. Forty five seconds, begin. All right, he's coach of the Seattle Seahawks. He used to be with USC. Head
2: coach. Oh Jose, all right, pass. Uh, he called a timeout in the final four. Chris Weber. Yes, uh, he was a guard for Cleveland. He dribbled the ball out in a tie game in the NBA Finals. He was on the Lakers this year. J.R. Smith. Yes, uh, he's got a twin brother. He was part of the Bash Brothers with the Oakland A's, not Mark McGuire, the other guy. I'll see no, no, the other guy, his brother. <laughs> Mark McGuire, Mark McGuire. No, <laughs> no. all right, uh, he ran the wrong way in the Super Bowl. He picked up a fumble, he ran the wrong way for the Cowboys. Pass. All right, all right, no, all right, pass. Uh, he made an error for the Red Sox at first base in the '86 World Series. The ball went through his legs. Bill Buckner. Yes. All
8: right. Yeah. Well, I can't believe that was an 80-point question, Coop.
5: That was a great 80-point <laughs> question. <laughs> oh. Well, it, it's actually not enough anyway.
8: Oh, boom, oh we Eric. win. One and done. Boom. Eric, we only needed one turn. Eric, you
2: got to get, get the life, life, man. golden ticket. Hey, 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 My guy, Jose's I, got, I, got a balanced I, life. Got
6: Jose, baby.
2: All right, Jose, you win a trip oh, to nowhere. Yeah, Coop, Coop's upset when you said that. So Take you know, it, He's his golden like, ticket. Coop's like, dump that guy. How dare him?
8: Man, it's such a great vibe going with Jose. We'll give Light you a of Blue. Oh my God, I couldn't believe he got that, Eric. Ah, we said blue. You, you said the color of the sky.
0: What else? Could great it be? clue. That's not a great clue. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury.
9: Let's go places.